Welcome to Jaguar Jabber, weekly world news, an Icona podcast series released each Friday, relaying the international events over the past week. A huge thank you to Jess Reynolds and Maddie Glom for creating the music and artwork of Jaguar Jabber, respectively. Let's get to the news. Hi, I am Editor-in-Chief Adriana James Rodil, and this is the news from Tuesday, January 5th through Thursday, January 7th. Also, Happy New Year! It is now 2021, which will hopefully be a happier and healthier year than its predecessor. You may have noticed that this episode spans a shorter time frame than usual. That is because the Academy returned to school on Tuesday from Christmas break. Now, let's get to the news. Tuesday, January 5th. The Georgia Senate runoff elections began today. As ABC News states, no candidate was able to secure more than 50% of the vote in the general election, which is what must happen in order to win an election outright in Georgia. Who's running? Democrat John Ossoff runs against the incumbent David Perdue at the same time that Democratic candidate Raphael Warnock runs against the incumbent Republican Kelly Loeffler. This election has garnered national attention as it will be determined which party holds the majority in the Senate. If the Democrats win both races, it will be 50-50, with Vice President-elect Kamala Harris making it 51-50 for the Democrats. On another note, President Trump has pressured Vice President Mike Prince to challenge the election results as he will preside over a joint session of Congress discussing the Electoral College vote in several states, as the Hill states. In a tweet on Tuesday, President Trump stated, The Vice President has the power to reject fraudulently chosen electors. However, although the Vice President is the President of the Senate, the Constitution does not grant such a power to the Vice President. In order for a state's Electoral College vote to be overturned, there would need to be a majority in both the House and Senate. Yet, the VP has received pressure from President Trump since his Monday evening rally in Georgia to show support for the GOP candidate Purdue and Loeffler. He said, I hope that Mike Pence comes through for us. I have to tell you, of course, if he doesn't come through, I won't like him quite as much. Nah, Mike is a great guy. He's a wonderful man and a smart man and a man that I like a lot. Prosecutors announced that the Kenosha, Wisconsin police officer, Rustin Shensky, who shot Jacob Blake in the back seven times on August 23, 2020, will receive no criminal charges. Video footage showed Blake was armed with a knife, and he also survived the shooting. Despite the announcement, the Justice Department's federal rights investigation involving the case is still occurring. Relating to the coronavirus, Los Angeles County is facing extreme precautions as one in five have tested positive in the county since November 1st. L.A. County and Southern California are in a stay-at-home order. In Louisville, Kentucky, detectives Miles Cosgrove and Joshua Jaynes, who were involved in the killing of Breonna Taylor, have been fired from the Louisville Metro Police Department, and the department has disciplined three others and exonerated three more. Lastly on Tuesday, Alabama wide receiver Devonta Smith won the Heisman Trophy. He leads in the NCAA Division I Football Bowl subdivision in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. It had been three decades since a wide receiver won the prestigious award. The last time was in 1991, when Michigan's Desmond Howard won. Devonta also marks the third player from Alabama to win the Heisman. Wednesday, January 6th. Warnock won the Senate runoff against Leffler. As a result of his win, he became the first Democrat and Black American to represent Georgia in the Senate since 2005. Ossoff also won over Purdue, causing the Democrats to control the Senate. In Britain, District Judge Vanessa Barrister refuted 
refused WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange's request to be released from prison on bail because of suspicion that Assange would not return to court, and I quote from CBS News, to face an appeal by the U.S. over his extradition. Assange has been held at Belmarsh Prison since April 2019. On Monday, Judge Barrister, and I quote from CBS, rejected an American request to send Assange to the U.S. to face espionage's charges over WikiLeaks' publication of secret military documents a decade ago. The reasoning behind the rejection was that the judge believes it is likely Assange would kill himself if detained by the U.S. in poor conditions. However, the Department of Justice is continuing to fight for Assange's extradition. Assange faces 17 espionage charges and one charge of computer misuse from the U.S., which equates to 175 years in prison. Biden has selected the chief judge of the United States Court of Appeals in D.C., Merrick Garland, as his attorney general. Garland was chosen by former President Barack Obama in 2016 as his nomination to the Supreme Court, but his nomination was blocked by the then-Republican-majority Senate. Lisa Monaco has also been appointed by Biden as deputy attorney general, among others. Arizona, California, and Rhode Island have the highest COVID infection rates per capita in the world. Arizona having the highest with, and I quote from NBC News, 785 cases per 100,000 people over the past seven days. And prior to the day's events in D.C., President Trump urged his followers to go to the nation's capital to protest that the election was fraudulent on Wednesday. The same day, a joint session of Congress would verify the Electoral College results and declare Joe Biden as the next president of the U.S. Midday on Wednesday, Trump addressed the crowd in front of the White House stating, We're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And around 12.50 p.m., Trump supporters stormed the Capitol building and managed to outman police forces to break into the building, where, for example, supporters broke into Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's office and left a note stating, We will not back down. And around 2.15 p.m., congressmen and women and Vice President Mike Pence were evacuated from the building. Finally, around 8 p.m., Congress was able to reconvene, and thus the election results were certified. Thursday, January 7th, President Trump awarded the Medal of Freedom to golfers Anika Sortsman and Gary Player and the deceased Bob Zaharias. And to end this episode on a less somber note, I wanted to mention something pop culture related. That being the newly discovered relationship between singer-songwriter Harry Styles and actress, writer, and director Olivia Wilde. Vogue has already hailed the two, 2021's most stylish pair. Thanks for listening, and I wish you all a happy, safe, and more prosperous 2021. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Jaguar Jabber, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify for more weekly news updates. If you'd like to stay updated with Akona Online, be sure to follow us on Instagram at akona.online.